You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And getting baked. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Chase <laughs> is thinking brownies right now. That's what I know. Like, just, and not that kind of brownie. He's like, legit, like, I just want like some chocolate normal brownies. normal chocolate yeah. brownies. Yeah. Like, Sounds Utah great. Mormon chocolate brownies. You, yes. And yeah. Greg is thinking I'm, I'm taking us, I'm derailing us. I don't even like have a clue what I'm going in a different direction. <laughs> um, but really what I mean is um, leather gloves for winter. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you need to bake them because they are kinko. They taste a lot or, better when they're baked. Wow. Uh, how do you apply the, the Nick Wax... Leather protected yeah, to your Nick Wax. Well, or t- sorry, to your leather glove, which yeah. is normally a Kinko Kinko glove. Um, and I, and we should mention because they're like thirty bucks. Yeah, they're cheap. rather than spending a hundred dollars on a nice pair of leather winter gloves, you can buy the Kinkos, but you got to treat them to weatherproof, which is still a nice winter glove. Yeah, it's a um, killer glove. So I don't. I know a lot of people cook theirs. Um, I this is exactly what I do. Take my gloves and I put both of them on my hands and I squeeze Nick Wax into both palms and I rub my hands together like that with the gloves on there and I do that a couple times and then I take a paper towel and wipe off the excess and let them sit out and then I go use them and it works. But that's pretty smart, actually. That's that's a good okay. Right, it's a good I way did to not to do it that spread way. The stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, people do bake them. I know, especially if you're using like snow seal, people bake that. Um, so what do you mean bake on. them? How would you bake them if you baked them? Like um, stick them in your pre- oven. Preheat the oven. Three fifty. No, 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 like one hundred and fifty. Yeah. Okay. Um, get it nice and warm. Put the snow seal. Well, warm it up and then put the uh, so the pores are open. Put the snow seal on there. Is snow seal a, a Nick Wax product? What is no, that? it's its own. It's snow seal. It's yeah, it's, it's a no, but it's no. a wa- leather waterproofing okay. leather mm-hmm. conditioner. It's. Yeah, and then you put it back in the oven with the snow seal on there. Snow seal, like, completely seals the glove. Oh. Um, so the leather's not going to breathe as well. Um, but, like, most, I, I feel like most ski patrollers that are using Kinko gloves have probably snow sealed them. Um, it's a really bomb, bomb-proof way to waterproof your glove. And cheap. And cheap. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people do that. I know people will do the same thing for Nick Wax. I know Greg, when he Nick Wax says he did it like 16 times or something like that, or three times. Who, me? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you did it a lot. I did it like five or six times. Yes, yeah, that's about... But I'll tell you what, they were waterproof <laughs> all winter long. So yeah, you they could were, run yours on, in the shower. Were, and oh, yeah, they were wet. waterproof. Okay. And I did that for... I have some mittens and I have some gloves, and both of them were just like impervious to the 
to the snow. Wow. It was awesome. I think I failed big time on this. So I just took the Nick Wax that it comes with and squirted it on the glove and massaged it in all over the place and did it to the other one. And that was it. Yeah. So you're, and it seemed to work. It, and it really does like that. You don't have to heat your gloves up, but heating them up is going to, it's going to bake it in there better. Mm -hmm. Um, going to be waterproof for longer. So you heat it and then, and then you and then do squirt it. the stuff on to open the pores of the leather up. Okay. Um, so it can get in there a little bit better. Yeah. And then you're going to want to wash, not wash it off, but kind of like brush the excess stuff off. Right. And put them back in the oven. Yeah, so, in there. I mean, what I did is, <clears throat> just like you said, warmed up the gloves, stuck the snow seal on her. I was actually using the Nick Wax um, leather waterproofing. Rubbed it all on, put put the gloves on my hands, rubbed it all on so that everything was covered, and I put extra stuff on the seams. And then mm -hmm. uh, rubbed it in as well as I could, put the gloves back in the oven for about five minutes at about 150 let them bake, let the stuff work its way in and, and uh, into the pores, and then I pulled them out and did it again, took more, rubbed it all over, stuck them back in the oven for another five minutes, did that like six times. And then when all was said and done, I took a, just a paper towel or an old rag or whatever and just kind of rubbed it on there just to get any sticky excess off, which there really wasn't much. That baking it really kind of helped it work in and make it solid. But any extra excess stuff, I tried to rub off so that the the gloves weren't. I wasn't. They weren't sticky, and I wasn't uh, leaving oily stuff all over everything I touched. Um, but that's what I did for both gloves, and it, it took about an hour to to condition both gloves. But those things were awesome. They're just waterproof. Totally. So what? Else? So I I prepped winter prepped multiple um jackets um this week uh-huh yeah i did uh so the nick wax the tech the, wash the tech the regular wash the just the clean your stuff uh -huh. tech wash, the yeah. tech green wash. lid look for the green lid um green is clean green is clean baby purple green is, is clean. purple proof yeah so i did two wind jackets a uh rain jacket a rab rain jacket the kinetic plus and i also cleaned the uh north face um the lightweight synthetic the, the thermal ball thermal ball mm -hmm. did the thermal ball uh all all in the same wash because it says up to like four garments or something five garments or something and those are pretty two of those are really those lightweight wind jackets are really small yeah and then um tx directed some waterproofness on uh -huh. all on the same four. Yeah. Did you do the yeah. wash-in waterproofing? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then, uh, man, they came out clean and not feeling good, and I'm excited mm -hmm. now. Like the performance level should be up there for all the late fall, early winter pursuits. And I, man, it took me like no time at all. The wash cycles are, aren't that long, and. You know, you do it in an afternoon when you're not doing anything else, you know, like it's pretty, it's pretty, or an evening it goes by fast and then your, your apparel is ready for the elements and it's vital because I don't think, I mean, it's easy to forget that your stuff's dirty and that's not performing like it's supposed to. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. The other thing that I, I suggest to people is in addition to the wash in waterproofing, the TX direct stuff. 
um, get some spray on stuff as well and then because what you'll find is your your ski pants or your ski jacket or whatever they're gonna wet out on the shoulders on the knee like on the knees or the thighs when you're sitting on a, a lift um, there's going to be certain areas if you wear a backpack it's going to wet out under the shoulder straps and under the backpack faster because that's where that DWR wears off and so you can like you can go wash it and rewash in the TX Direct again which isn't a bad idea to to wash them on a regular basis but what I found is if you just take the spray and you just figure out what areas are wetting out and you just spray those um, and just treat those few areas you can uh, you can go longer between washes especially you know when I'm backpacking and I'm throwing my rain shell over oily dirty skin I have to wash my jacket a lot more but when you're out skiing and you've got three layers underneath that jacket that jacket's not getting super nasty really quickly so you don't have to wash them as often well, you brought up a few uh podcasts ago the difference in the quality of waterproofness yeah and can you like some of the gore-tex and stuff it's different now what's what is what the, here's a using different yeah just dwrs um dwrs have gotten worse over the years with the goal of being more environmentally friendly yeah so because so, so does the tx direct spray help offset that well um meaning help with the waterproofness I mean, the tx direct is not the environmental friendly yeah stuff. The TX, <laughs> TX can we direct, offset that portion of things tx direct is environmentally friendly and it's a dwr that works okay mm. but it's one of the better dwrs that you can get out there that you know, you could probably scotch guard your stuff, and I, I don't think scotch guard is particularly environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, probably works pretty well. Um, but what Nick Wax is, um, Nick Wax is, uh, has always been really careful about their products being uh, relatively friendly for the environment. And so the TX Direct is kind of the best you can get as far as an aftermarket DWR that is good for the environment. And so that's what we usually suggest. Um, there's some other other brands out there that are also good. Um, Granger's was a brand that I don't, you don't see it around a whole lot. I don't think it's, I think they might've gone out of business. I think they're still a company. Are they still around? Yeah. Um, I hope so. Their, their formula might've changed over the years, but back in the day, they were my favorite DWR because it worked the best, probably the least environmentally friendly at the time, but I don't know that for sure. Um, but it worked the best and I'm not most of these companies have been kind of pressured in whether it's by law or just the pressure of the industry to make their stuff more environmentally friendly and usually that has come at the expense of some of the performance and so anyway we like Nick Wax we sell Nick Wax and that's a that's a good safe way to go Granger's is another brand that's worth looking into yes um but anyway, I like the I like the spray-on kind um, as a spot treatment. And then what I usually do is I spray it on. And what they say is you spray it on so it's nice and nice and smooth, and then you wipe it clean, like you wipe it off, mm. and it just leaves a thin layer. What I do is I spray it on and I blow dry it dry. <laughs> Uh, I might, if it's pulled up in one area, then I might like wipe it so it's smooth and stuff, but then I blow dry it and the heat helps to uh, kind of 
it helps Permeate it soak the... in and, and also <laughs> adhere. Yeah, also the heat. A lot of times with your jackets, if your DWR is not not working as well, you can throw it in the dryer for on like lower medium heat for a little while, and it'll help revive the DWR. For some reason, that heat helps to kind of helps that DWR work better. And so I like to take a blow dryer and instead of just laying your jacket out and letting it dry, I actually like to blow dry it dry. And I find that that seems to work a little better and the DWR lasts a little longer. Now, if you have a down piece, and we've talked about this with sleeping bags, if you have a down jacket that you want to wear this upcoming winter and it's it's not new, it's a few years old, there's a there's a down wash that you can use from Nick Wax. Um, and then what's the technique to wash that and then dry it to make sure your down bounces back? Yeah, you just want to make sure that you're washing it in a front loader or a washer that doesn't have an agitator. You don't want to tear tear the jacket, tear any baffles that might be in your jacket, depending on the type of jacket. And then uh, use, a, use a down wash from Nick Wax or one of these reputable brands. And then dry it with a tumble dry on low heat, not because the down, it's not going to damage the down for it to be on a higher heat, but you don't want to melt the nylon. So on a low heat with a couple of tennis balls, clean tennis balls or something to help break up the down clumps and help it dry a little more quickly that way. And, uh, you got a new jacket. You might have oh, to, yeah. you might have to dry it like four or five times mm. or more. Maybe, uh, it down takes a long time to dry. That's why you just try to keep it dry all the time. And then you can use like a TX Direct spray and spray the outside of your jacket if you want to help keep it dry. Or uh, they, there's even a down, Nick Wax makes a downproof um, uh, thing that I think you can wash in and it actually treats the down with a hydrophobic um, property. And so the down itself will soak up less water. So there's, and there's jackets finally on the market. It took years and years and years, but I know OR specifically has one and I'm sure there's more that do have um, a water, a waterproof down jacket, uh, but they held off on doing that for a while. But there are times when it is freaking cold outside and it's not snowing, it's raining Yeah, and it's cold and wet and gross. And so you need a waterproof jacket, but you need to be warm. So they do make some of those. They are in the market. Um, Rab has an awesome one. Yeah. Which one's, what's the Rab one? Mm, I cannot remember what it's called. I don't These... remember either. Hold on. I used did to. Did we carry it last year? Um, yeah, we did. I uh, thought we carried the OR one a couple years ago. The Resolution. No, the Valence. Valence. Yeah. Yep. The Valence. How do you spell valence? V A I B V A L I A N C E. Valiance. 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 V A L I A N C E. Yeah. Valiance. That's a weird name. That is a weird name. I've always called it the valence, but yeah, valiance. But it's an awesome one. Um, we had an employee that had one that absolutely loved it. Um, I want to get myself one. <laughs> oh yeah, that thing's sweet. Yeah. What a yeah, fully taped waterproof outer. Yeah, that's sweet. I just uh, searched it on Google and found this sweet, sweet specialty shop in uh, Ogden, Utah that came up, has it for sale. Gear thirty. 
We do. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. <coughs> Gear30.com. How about that? G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Another side note, randomly, my phone's blowing up because my mom is texting me and I don't know why she didn't send this in Facebook because it's a Facebook memory, but she somehow copy and pasted the link, which I don't even know if I asked her to do this, if she could do this again, and sent it in a text form to me. It is today in 2012, eight years ago, me crossing the finish line of the 50K. Oh, there you go. My first 50K. Wow. Sweet. October 6th, 2012. That was the... The Antelope Island Fall Classic. I think was 2012 or 2013. That was back when we were all into the ultra running scene, all of us at Gear 30. Well, we thought we were. Well, by by all of us really in it, it was like, I ran one. <laughs> I ran one. <laughs> and and it was a 50. One, yeah. And you And we were like, man, we're such cool ultra runners. But I think I did the Aga <clears throat> Marathon that year. Yeah. And maybe even St. George. One of those years I did both of them. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to run a 50. <laughs> okay. 50K. 50K. <laughs> Big difference. 30 miles, 31, whatever. 32, yeah. All right. Well, thanks. That's um, some little winter prep for y'all. One, yeah. One, one more thing that I think is cool um, that I recently have discovered is those no sew patches. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Get those They're on your so jackets. Sweet. Little patch mm-hmm. kits. Yeah. I mean, Gear Aid has been around for ages. Gear Aid's very similar to no sew, but Gear Aid's kind of bland. So no, so I mean you can get a freaking donut. You can get a patch, pizza. You can get pizza, a fish, avocado, banana. Um, I got a trout. I also yeah. have a giraffe one. Yeah. I mean you can get creative, but if you have holes in any of your gear, that's waterproof gear. Boom, throw it on there. Fix or, it. Or if you need to fix stuff. your eight hundred dollar Gore-Tex shell, stick a giraffe on it. Absolutely. Yeah, or or a or a platypus a pl- <laughs> yeah they have those they also have like not so exciting they ones have too. branded ones of, of your favorite companies too a mm-hmm. lot of those <laughs> but yes so what's funny is when <clears throat> when you showed me that package of stickers galore or when the rep came in and dropped it on the desk and there were stickers everywhere yeah um a couple of days later i was at my house looking for backpacking stuff and and i had a package that we picked up at or full of stickers six months earlier and it had no so's it was no so it was a no so's pack yeah really yeah i have a whole package at my house dang okay. i'm like it's like a random collection of really? different yeah so the snow so stuff these are patch kits for your technical gear that's yes. yeah. just funky it's called no so because you don't have to sew huh and yeah. they're out of thanks jace thanks for um <laughs> jackson jackson that's right. <clears throat> no so we have a whole bunch at the shop these guys no so patches they're pretty sweet <clears throat> i don't want to subscribe dang it how do i exit out of this and i i assume it's n-o-s-e-w right no it's n-o-s-o oh no, that's so. stupid it's I mean. not stupid look at little <clears throat> chihuahua i mean i don't like chihuahuas but <laughs> It's kind of cute. All right. No so patches. <clears throat> Aliens, flags, patterns. Are they all, uh, oh, let's see. I'm looking them up. <clears throat> oh, whoops. I hit a button on accident. Let's see. Let's look this up. 
So they... I like the Gear Aid ones, or the or there's some other kinds that you can just get that are just like a black ripstop nylon or whatever that that you don't have to sew. You just stick them on. Your age um, is really showing right now. I know, <laughs> I know. But it's like when I've got a when I've got a hundreds. Look, you could have an avocado on your Arcteric jacket. There you go. I could. I mean, live a little. Yeah. <laughs> or is that not conservative without your avocados? Or, or the cat face. Or the cat face. I don't really like that one. Yeah. Yellowstone bison. Oh, there you go. Oh, Ooh, biting, biting lips. lips. I like that. that why? why <laughs> you, you need that for your calendar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's hot. Why did you bring in the supersized one of like the Wyoming cowboy? I brought in... It's, so that thing's going to patch the side of a house, dude. <laughs> multi-purpose. Okay. But wow. I also, they sent me their best sellers. And okay. so it was just, I, we've never done them I before. Mean, so I just We are in Utah. Them. I don't know how many Wyoming Cowboys we're going to sell. Wyoming Cowboys, huh? Look, yeah, I'm going to put that one on something because I have it. And it's oh, really the, cool. The trout. The yeah. brick trout. Anyways. That's one thing. If you're looking, you're pulling your gear out and you realize there's holes and things. You, you pull your jacket out of the closet and you all of a sudden see like down floating through the air. You may need to use a patch on there. Yeah, so, yeah totally. All right. Well, wrap it, Greg. Chase is falling asleep. <laughs> no, I'm awake now. All right. So uh, if you need. <clears throat> they have cheeseburgers too. If you need your Kinko gloves or the kink or the waterproofing or oh there's a chihuahua patch that's cute it's ugly um <laughs> if you need your kinko gloves or your waterproofing or you need some nick wax for your jackets or any of that type of stuff you can check out gear30.com yeah. dot com. also if you need your rab valiance jacket waterproof mm-hmm. down jacket there seems to be at least one on our website <clears throat> probably an extra large or tiny small <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, if you're lucky, a medium or a large. <clears throat> anyway, um, so check out gear30.com. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. Like us on Facebook. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.